This podcast is brought to you by Fandango. Fandango offers movie tickets and gift cards to over 45,000 different screens across the United States and reaches into nearly 80% of the nation's total theaters. By partnering with virtually every leading film exhibitor like Regal, Cinemark, AMC, and more. So to pick up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life, head on over to cityweekly.com slash Fandango or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. But your buddy's worse off and he throws you his car keys. Blue lights are blinking four o'clock in the morning. St. Trooper makes you wish that you'd never been born. Better call Saul, better call Saul. You want to tell the world you're in love with a girl named Fran? So you find an overpass and you say it with a spray paint can. Blue lights start a blinking, those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. You fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, justice for all. You better call Saul. It's a brand new episode of Better Talk Saul, Cinema Geekly's Better Call Saul podcast. It is Anthony Lewis and Glenn Bovane. We're back to talk more Saul, season five, episode eight. It's called Bagman. And this is the uh, the Vince Gilligan directed episode, and uh, yeah, this kind of felt like a Vince Gilligan episode, directed episode, and this I don't know to me this felt very much like this could have just fit into an episode of Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, uh, I mean this was a lot like the Barrel episode. Yeah. Uh, so here's what we've got: the cousins pick up Lalo's bail money at a cartel site in Mexico. An informant makes a telephone call to report their presence. Lalo directs Jimmy to a remote pickup site and agrees to pay him $100,000 to transport the cash. Kim says she does not want Jimmy to go because he's a lawyer, not a bagman for drug dealers, but he says this will be an easy job. The cousins deliver the two bags of cash to Jimmy, then depart. As Jimmy starts his return trip, uh, he is cut off by several gunmen. They take the money and prepare to kill Jimmy, but are attacked from afar by someone unseen. All but one are killed, and the survivor escapes. The uh, the shooter, of course, is Mike, who drives off with Jimmy and the cash with Jimmy's car, but it eventually breaks Suzuki down. Suzuki Esteem. That's Give right. The, the Esteem. Uh, it breaks down, so they have to push the car over the edge of the road, and walk cross-country in an attempt to avoid the gunman who is making a return trip in a grid search to try to find them. They camp overnight and then continue their trek. When Jimmy fails to return in the morning, Kim asks Lalo for his location, but Lalo refuses to give it to her. The gunman continues searching, so Jimmy decides to attract his attention to draw him in, wherein Mike shoots him and the vehicle flips and is destroyed and Mike and Jimmy resume walking. And yeah, that's like the episode, but they're within uh, a lot of of (laughs) great showmaking. Glenn, what did you Uh, think of Bagman? 
Man, this episode, man, I know I've said it a lot, and it's cliche, but it broke my heart. Yep. I mean, the moment that Kim goes into there to talk to Lalo, it's like... Making her presence known to the cartel. Yeah. Who she is, her relationship to Jimmy. I mean, it's just... This is not a good sign. No. Yeah. Uh, Especially, you know, again, we don't know these people's fates. We don't know Nacho's fate. We don't know Kim's fate. We don't know Lalo's fate. We have a good idea what happens to Lalo, but we don't specifically know it. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, it's just, you know, the just ending with Jimmy drinking his own piss (laughs) and him and Mike just marching on. Yep. Just... Man, yeah, you're, you know, not a lot said, but god damn, this was a good episode. Yeah. You know, and it's just, and it, you know, you get some duffel bags and you're like, dragging it, you're just going to lose the money. Mm-hmm. Like, are there problems that going to, you know, that's going to come your way? I mean, I was surprised that they didn't get discovered at the end. I really was thinking that someone would have found them. Well, you would think it's like, because, you know, next week is the penultimate episode. You know, it's usually yeah. the best episode. Yeah. And, or, you know, just it's better than finale. So you're thinking like, okay, this episode's going to end. They're going to get the truck. They're going to drive, you know, well, yeah, that's what go save the day. got to get, you know, that's that's what you would think in a typical Hollywood show. That's what but I no, thought. Up, it's Gilgan. Yeah. <laughs> I thought for sure they were going to like lure that guy in. And then when he gets out of his truck, like Mike's going to kill him and they're just going to take the truck. Uh, but nope, that is not what happened. Yeah, because the, the guy was just going to run Jimmy over. Yep. Which is stupid. Because yeah. oh, rest- just like they're both both just heartbroken, especially Mike. I mean, yeah. whenever the truck flips and he's just like, what have I done? Yeah. And then um, the guy had like a big ass jug of water that also was busted. Oh, split in half. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's just. This episode was rough. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, but Lalo, Lalo's telling uh, Kim, like, uh, you know, give it another day. He's like, you're essentially saying, like, he doesn't look it on the outside, but he's like, your man is a survivor and uh, like a natural survivor. And, you know, I mean, like, that's the story of this whole show. He, he survives yeah. he survives everything whatever happens in this show he survives everything that happens in breaking bad and you know we see him like surviving into the future post breaking bad but there's a lot, lot of casualties along the way of oh, his yes. survival yes yes not that i mean i don't know like i'm trying to remember did he introduce mike to uh walter cuz i want to say that mike met them through Saul and then that's whenever Gus gets involved and I you think find out so. that Mike's working for Gus. I think so. I want to say it's like a separate relationship. I think so, so, yeah. But I mean this is like the thing that clearly like kind of this event is sort of like the thing that ties or bonds them together. Uh yeah. It's not like yeah, they're gonna yeah. walk out of this best friends or whatever, but Clearly, they've got a you know, in Breaking Bad, they have a history, and yeah. now we're seeing the history unfold. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, not to go with more cliches or whatever, but you know, it's like uh, they were in battle together for this. And, Essentially, yeah, yeah, you know, they're foxhole buddies and yeah, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, they, <laughs> they 
Granted, I know it's only been two days, but man, this is a hellacious two days. And, oh my god! You know, yeah. It's not like they haven't had other stuff where their paths have crossed, but you know, yeah. I feel like you would not forget the experiences of these two days. Yeah, I or, I would you know, agree. Turning into three. Yes, I I mean I hard to it. I mean the the day starts with you picking up seven million dollars in cash, turning into you almost dying at the hands of like other another cartel. Only to see all those dudes slaughtered, and then your car is wrecked, so you need to trek across the desert. Uh, yeah, this was, uh, you know, for a show that was only about, I don't know, 50 minutes or so, this was an epic journey from beginning yeah. to end. It was quite, quite the no, amazing journey. landscapes, but yes. just knowing that it's just death. You know, it's not like, yeah. at least if you're in the mountains and... You've got trees, you know, there's hopes of rivers, but, you know, that's mm. the thing about the desert. It's it's beauty, you know, is in its isolation. and Gorgeous to look at from a air-conditioned car with a bottle of water in your hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is just death, you oh, know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and that's, that was just this, I mean, again, I guess you could say it's like a metaphor of the cartel. Very enticing, lots of things, but man, is it surrounded by death. Yeah, I mean, um, and there was lots of I, I like the I even like the uh, the music cue they did for like the walking mm-hmm. montage. I don't no, know. If, I thought it was Eminem. I like. <laughs> I thought it was Slim Shady at first. Yeah, so I don't know if it's a song that they sampled from Eminem or if this is the song that Eminem sampled for his song. But regardless, I, number one, I like the song. But number two, for a while, mm-hmm. it just sounded like My Name Is, which is yeah. great because that's perfect because it's. Jimmy, but it's also Saul. And also, if you just replace Slim Shady with Saul Goodman, it also works. So about halfway yeah. through this, I was just singing the lyrics uh, as they were trekking through the desert. Uh, Your fellow Mission Gander. Yes. Uh, so yeah, it was... Uh, I, even that stuff, uh, I, I really enjoyed. Uh, all, the, all the little stuff. Uh, I did question... Uh, now I, I I'm not up on my uh, my Bear Grylls survival shows. I remember watching <laughs> them, but I don't recall if he ever said uh, that it's actually marginally okay to drink urine. I'm pretty sure it's not. Uh, no, you can do it. Um, it's just you don't want to do it for an overabundance amount of time. Because I was thinking of like sterile. the ammonia. Yeah, I was thinking of like yeah. the ammonia and stuff in it and probably not good to to digest so yeah uh and he just takes a big ass drink of what i, I presume was apple juice but oh, man and the fact that his pee was just so yellow oh and, and like you could tell it was warm too i mean oh I, yeah 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 i thought they did a great job <laughs> yes i just see in that bottle with his tie and just like, you know, kind of vacation style of him, like using his wardrobe and breaking it down into different tools. Yep. Yep. But it's like, like I said, he's a survivor, you know, mm-hmm. he's using what he got. Yep. You know, and I'm sure Mike helped with some of that, but it's just, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of great, a lot of great Mike moments too, you know? Oh yeah. Mike, uh, Mike telling, uh, Jimmy, like how he can keep going. Like why he's got yeah. why he's got a a stake in this, you know, the people he cares about. He wants to make sure that they're gonna they're gonna be okay. He doesn't care about himself. Obviously all of that ties back to his son and his involvement with 
all the bad shit that happened that ended up with mm-hmm. his death. Oh, and just even what happens, to, yeah, like you said, what happened, even what happens to Mike and his own death, you know? Yeah, he feels very responsible for uh, the fates of his daughter-in-law and granddaughter and will do anything for them. Which is incredible because, like... Just why he wants to just li- die in peace. I was Jimmy. Like, I was done, like... I I could not fucking <laughs> yeah, do yeah. this. This dude is like twice my age, and he's just chucking. He's just trekking along. Oh, well, you know, revenge is a high motivator. motivator or, yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the tons of. Tons and you know, and them coming out of this on the other side, you know, I, you don't ever really see a lot of Saul and Gus, but I wonder if this is something too that even if Gus, you know, probably wouldn't like his flamboyant style. Mm-hmm. Uh. A story like this is where, you know, Gus is like, well, you know what, this guy. Yeah, yeah. When it really comes down to it, he can do the dirty work, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, any other big standout-ish uh, moments in all of this for you? Yeah, I mean, the whole uh, sequence of Mike killing them all. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the fact that it's like, it's not even so much that, yes, he's trying to shoot them and kill them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they get behind their trucks, it's like, okay, my new target is take out the tires. You know, like it's very, the whole sequence was very tactical. It wasn't just like bullets flying everywhere. It was, you know, he tried to make every shot count. Well, those guys, those guys were, you know, like, you know, expending bullets at like a crazy amount, Yeah, yeah. but not Mike. Mike was uh, like, we don't even see Mike through all of this. And you can picture Mike keeping his cool picking his targets and those guys are just wild firing uh, yeah. cuz they don't know where the shot they have a general idea of where the shots are coming from but they don't know where they're coming from. Have you ever seen Wind River? No. Okay, well, there's there's a scene like that in Wind River where they're getting sniped and it's kind of mm-hmm. like the same thing the guys are in chaos cuz they don't know where the other dude is. Yeah. He uh so it reminded me of. Yeah, he uh, and he you know picks them off one by one takes out the tires so they can't escape with the exception of course of the one because that guy wasn't wild firing he was presumably just hiding until yeah. the only one that had body armor on I think yes yes uh yeah so that that was all enjoyable even I even really liked Saul with the 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 cousins uh, <laughs> yeah. just that because those guys never say anything and Oh, all the money stash and the big old chop shop. Oh, God, that was... Yeah, the beginning of it was great as well, the chop shop. All those dudes counting all that money, and the cousins just walk into this room, and it's just floor-to-ceiling uh, shelves just stacked with money. And they just go and, like, okay, we got to grab $7 million, So uh, I love later, Jimmy's like, why couldn't they have just used, like, bigger bills? He's like, this oh, would have yeah. been... a so- $1,000 bill. You know? This would have been so much lighter. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, they filled up two bags, so what were they using? Like ones or fives or hundreds? They were using hundreds, think, weren't they? Yeah, I think they were all hundreds. Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah. I, I think I could, I was trying to read the note, like what each stack was, but I couldn't. Well, when some when he when he decides later on to start dragging the bags, and I'm like, dude, you're gonna rip a hole in that fucking bag. Like, even if it's canvas, eventually the canvas is going to rip yeah. when you're dragging it across rocks. Uh, and, of course, they did. And I'm pretty sure, like, the bills he were picking up, because some started flying out, uh, I'm pretty sure those were hundreds. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and even then, that's still for seven seven million dollars. That's a lot of hundred dollar bills. Well, and he's got a hundred thousand uh, dollar commission too out of it so. as well. Yeah, which now seems like nowhere near enough money. <laughs> no. When he started, like, sure, that seems like a good amount of money just for a car ride, but. Well, uh, you know, and then it's like, okay, when it gets back to me, Lalo, what's it going to be? Is it going to be a, uh... yeah. no, I think a hundred thousand is uh, me keeping your wife out of this. Yeah. How about that? You know, like, oh yeah. man. Fuck. Uh, and Lalo uh... is so calm and cool throughout everything. Cocky. Dude, he's but great. He's charming. been a yeah, he's great tremendous. addition to the show. Yeah. He's very charming. Uh, Never seen the guy in anything else, but man, is he a good actor. Yeah, he's very enjoyable in this. Uh, even all that stuff where he's like, you know, $100,000 for a car ride? Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure his name, I think his name is Tony Dalton. Well, he's uh, he's awesome. Uh, just tremendous in these episodes. Uh, and I hope, I mean, I'm pretty sure his fate is he's dying because we don't see Lalo Salamanca in yep, Breaking Bad, so pretty sure he's uh, pretty sure he's biting the dust. But he's a great, great, great character in this show. Uh, any final thoughts on Saul, uh, Glenn? And uh, what would you give it? <sighs> Man, that's a tough question. Mm-hmm. Because it's like I don't quite want to give it a five because I've you know like. <laughs> Feel like we've given out a lot of them times, you know. Yeah. But this episode, dude, I was from start to finish, I was intrigued, mm-hmm. and it's also beautifully shot. Um, you know, even just like creepy stuff, like the doll and the puddle of water. Just like, man, it's just everything visually was good. Um, I don't know why he felt the need to do a Tarantino feet shot, but hey, at least it was of a dude, so we can mix that up a little bit. It's not just ladies' feet. Sure. Yeah. But- you know what? I guess I'm just going to say a five. I mean, it was yep. just, it was so good. Yeah. I give it a five as well. Just another tremendous episode. Dude, was this, do you think this was the best episode this season? Cause I feel like in a lot of ways you could say it was, but that's tough. I, I don't think there's as much character building as the other one that I gave a five. And that that's the only thing I would give it a slight edge over. There's a lot of character, but it's, like, specific. You know, like, the other one was, like, everybody had a shot. You know, we didn't get knocked to it all this episode. No. But. Just a name uh, drop. Uh, Yeah. This is so. And the funny thing with Jimmy is it seemed like he was going to be out of this. Because at first he's like, eh, I don't know. And Lala was like, oh, okay, I'll just find somebody else. Uh, And he didn't seem to say it in a way like but I'll kill you because you're not doing it. It just seemed like he was like, all right, uh, I'll just well, find somebody he else. He probably would have killed him. <laughs> he, he may, maybe he would have. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, it's hard to say. I, I mean, it did not feature any, really anybody else, but it was just so good. Uh, yeah, just, you know, or just even a way of like out-hustling it, the hustler. It's a five, but it's, you know, different from the other. I think there may have been even two fives this season, but I'm not two other fives, but I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure there have been. Uh, I'd have to go back and listen, but yeah, they're. Uh, uh, Do you think this has been the best season? I think so. I think, it, I think it has been. 
I think so, yeah, from top to bottom so far. We got two episodes left, so you never know. They might shit the bed here, but that's not really the track record of this show or the writers or anybody else. So I don't think that's the case. Uh, I feel like it's we're uh, definitely on lock for the best season of the show so far. So I agree. Uh Okay, so uh, that's the episode for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Better Talk Saul. Uh, Hit subscribe, and that way you can come back next time and hear us talk about Better Call Saul Season 5, Episode 9. It's called Bad Choice Road. Bad Choice Road.